Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. You're listening to Food for Thought. Brought to you by The Box Center. Mass General Cancer Center. Pianta Dosi Baking Company. Ghibli's Menswear. Salem Waterfront Hotel and Suites. Breakaway. And Rosario Restaurant. Welcome back to Food for Thought. Brought to you by The Box Center. Excited because we have the box center in studio with us right now. We always get so excited when Joe Spalding comes into studio of the box center and of course of the Schubert. Joe, how you doing? I'm doing great, Jenny. I nice love having you. you here and especially during here. this festive holiday time where you guys are so busy. Yes, we are. With so much going on. Uh, and, and one of the things is the second year partnership with the Urban Nutcracker and we have Tony Williams in studio right now. This is your 19th season. Yes, it is. Oh, Tony, that is yeah. so incredible. I don't. I, I, we need to start planning what we're doing for the big two zero. I think, That's right? Right. Yes. Yes. The uh, big two zero is coming up in uh, two thousand twenty. Oh, yes. How special! It's amazing that we've been around that long. It is absolutely amazing, Tony. Mm-hmm. So we, here we are, though nineteenth season. So folks likely are familiar with the Urban Nutcracker, but you never know. There's a lot of people, new listeners here, and maybe new people to Boston. So can you tell people a little bit about the history and uh, what people can? expect from the urban nutcracker uh they could expect a very entertaining show mm-hmm. uh and um it is also they will get a traditional nutcracker but only it's uh framed in contemporary terms with a little bit of duke ellington thrown in with yes. the classical tchaikovsky and we have uh about six or seven or eight different dance styles from flamenco to swing dance, to Mexican folk dance, to tap and hip hop. And of course, we have our classical ballet in there with a snow scene with snow that falls. And it's a very uh, Boston-centric nutcracker. Well, Boston-centric in a very interesting way that I know people listening will relate to because there's a new piece this year that uh, has to do with a couple little ducklings. Can you tell us about that? Sure. Uh, we're, we're, doing, um, uh, we're doing a divertissement in Act 2 uh, based on the book Make Way for Ducklings yes. by Ro- Robert McClowski. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, I read that book to my sons when they were young. And I love the book because it was based in Boston. Yes. And so uh, I thought it would be really nice to have a dance based on that. And we have a tap dancing policeman, uh, <laughs> or it could be a policewoman, just depends on <laughs> yes. the casting. And and then we have a mother duck on point, and then we have all wow. these adorable little ducklings. And so that's going to be an act two. What an exciting mm-hmm. addition. Um, yes. and, and there's one other new piece that you're, uh, you're We're doing this an updated tray pack, uh, sort of that's the Russian dance, and uh, that's uh, quite exciting. Mm. And uh, so that will be uh, new this year as well. Okay, and I want to yes. talk about the partnership between the Schubert, the Box Center, Joe, and you, Tony. Um, but I also want to mention that there is a, a, a new scholarship out there. One of your big focuses um, is, of course, actually one of both of your your focus is, is, of course, access and, and diversity and making sure that everybody can appreciate the arts in the way that um, both of you have had the opportunity to. So tell me a little bit about this new scholarship. 
yes, uh, it's it's called the City Ballet mm. Releve Program. That's mm. a dance term. Yes, it, it is. To rise up. Yep, there we go. And so um, uh, I I found uh, uh, that you know through the years in Boston that there's not enough um, kids of color mm-hmm. uh, that really have uh, gone up in the ballet world, especially mm-hmm. girls, believe it or not. Mm. And so uh, we were able to get a scholarship, um, we were able to get a grant to pay for scholarships from the Carl and Ruth Shapiro Family oh, Foundation. So, so it's an experimental program uh, that we're going to start in G- January uh, for 12 to 15 kids uh, between 8 and 12. And, 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 and the only requirement is that the kids really want to try to dance. Wow. And so uh, out of that group, we hope to have them matriculate up the ladder and one day be the Sugar Plum Fairy and the Urban Nutcracker. Well, this is something that's obviously um, very personal to you as well. Uh, for folks who don't know you, Tony, um, I've had the pleasure of interviewing you a few times, but um, you were the first African-American principal dancer for the Boston, Boston Ballet. Ballet. Yes, yes. And so ha- I guess one question <clears throat> I want to ask is, have you seen since that time in your life, have you seen strides? And does it feel like they've been great strides or, or, or we can do much more, obviously, in the case of the scholarship? Uh, I think there have been strides. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I first began, I, you know, there were, there were hardly any people of color. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, it was mostly white kids dancing mm-hmm. and not Latina, Latino dancers mm-hmm. or Asian American dancers. It was mostly uh, just one one sort of race, and mm-hmm. uh, and then uh, I went to New York in the late '60s to dance with the Joffrey mm-hmm. Alley, and there were some black guys there, and I mm-hmm. said, "Oh my goodness!" Mm-hmm. And and, um, uh, and and then through the decades, of course, with all of that hap- that's happened in the '70s and the '80s, and especially mm-hmm. now, mm-hmm. Uh, there's more uh, more uh, evolution towards. Uh, diversity yeah. in all aspects of uh, life, but in theater, uh, it's 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 uh, sort of hard to get more of a pool of the kids of color that could really have support. Well, it's with good the to training. know that 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 scholarship is doing mm-hmm. that. And mm-hmm. and and Joe, I know that it's also access is a big uh, focus for mm-hmm. you guys and opportunity uh, for all. And so part of what the partnership is between the Urban Nutcracker and the Schubert, which is where um, you can enjoy the Urban Nutcracker's 11 shows from the 19th through the 28th of December is uh you assisting with your amazing marketing arm, uh, reaching out to a bunch of different communities uh, who may not otherwise have the experience. So can you talk about this partnership a little bit? Yeah, I can. It's um, uh, it, One, it's a real privilege to be working with Tony and yeah. his team. I mean, uh, uh, here's a tradition in Boston. We consider ourselves having to be a tradition. It's a nice partnership to put together. Um, and as you said, we're in our second year of beers and years and years to come. And uh, so we're working on that. So we um, uh, are providing him access to the theater. Mm. We're providing marketing uh, support. We're providing anything that we can do with our staff to help him, including our educational staff, mm. where uh, Tony was also able to get uh, a grant to have 3,000 community wow. people from community groups uh, of families and kids 
come to see Urban Nutcracker for free. Mm-hmm. And so we're right now uh, uh, about 2,500. We got a little ways to go. Okay. And so if there are actually people, community groups that are out there who are interested, they should just contact the Box Center Education. So Department. break that down a little bit more for us. So if you if you're listening and you're in you know some town in Western Mass or in Central and Mass you, or so what does that contact, process look like? You, well, uh, our education team has been out there uh, meeting with recruiting the community and, and recruiting mm-hmm. and trying to get it completely filled with uh, over three thousand. Uh, people and 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 we're working only through community groups. It's not okay. individuals. Okay. So if you're a community group and you want to go see Urban Nutcracker, thanks to um, uh, what Tony and his donors are doing, this is the way to go, and we're going to orchestrate that for him as we go forward. Okay. So reach out to the Box Center, yes. and um, and they will still have an opportunity. So if you are a community group looking for a wonderful, memorable experience to have this holiday season, then that is the way to do so. So free. 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 I mean that listen, that doesn't happen a lot. And this is and, and the truth is it is such a memorable experience. So, you know, Joe, you work with so many people over the course of a year. Talk about what it is about Tony and his group that makes this not only partnership for you guys, but experience of watching the Urban Nutcracker so impactful. Well, as you know, uh 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 for years and years and years, the holiday time is a wonderful place uh, mm-hmm. and a wonderful place to be at the Box Center. Yeah. So finding a tradition uh, of a Christmas show that can change lives of any, of whether you're little teeny or you're yeah. big and tall. Or, so if you're going to see Irving Berlin's White Christmas the Musical and you go across the street and see Urban Nutcracker, mm-hmm. how cool is that? And so I think the ability to take that and, hear, and help to continue to create a holiday tradition in the city is really important, and there's no better person to do it than Tony. And 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 Tony, what is what is the most? I mean, I'm sure there's so much that you feel grateful for with the work that you're able to do with all of these all of these people as part of your group. What's what what does it feel like the most impactful piece of this for our community to you? Um, it's the um, uh, it just really uh, what really inspires me to continue through all the challenges of trying to keep this going because mm. uh, it is sort of a challenge uh, to keep a nonprofit go- going is to, is working with the young kids mm. uh, uh, in the cast and also seeing the kids uh, in the audience with the families and um, uh, and and uh, and that's why I do do it. It's like I've been do, doing this for a long, long time. And it's like if it weren't for the kids, I probably would have retired to Florida. Well, we're, too. we're very happy you haven't yes. retired. <laughs> I'm going to keep you guys both here for this next break because I do want to hear some some specific stories of mm-hmm. some families and of some dancers and of some participants who have who have who have kept you doing all the wonderful things that you're doing. And we hope you're here for the next 20 years. Okay, so we're going to keep you both here back with more food for thought in just a minute. You're listening to Food for Thought, brought to you by the Box Center, Mass General Cancer Center, Piano. Tadosi Baking Company, Ghibli's Menswear, Salem Waterfront Hotel and Suites, Breakaway, and Rosario Restaurant. Back here at Food for Thought, brought to you by the Box Center, we have the leader of the Box Center, Joe Spalding, in studio with us today. And we also have the incredibly talented, wonderful Tony Williams of the Urban Nutcracker in studio with us, too. I want to talk to you a little bit about what was in your mind? What was your mission? What was your goal 19 years ago in creating the Urban Nutcracker? Uh, it started when um, I created a school in Jamaica Plain uh, at uh, a dance school, and I 
uh, had these two guys that I brought in to teach for me. One taught tap and one taught hip hop. Mm-hmm. And and that first year of the school, uh, 20% of the kids that came were boys. And they were attracted by the guys teaching tap and hip hop. And, and then I got the idea, oh, I should do a show that has that. And what should I do? And then I was thinking, oh, I got kids. I've got the parents at the school to help out. Uh, let's do a Nutcracker. And, uh, but I, I said, I've been doing the traditional Nutcracker for so many <laughs> yeah. years. I was in the very first Nutcracker, 1965, with Arthur Fiedler conducting. Oh I was on stage at, at the old Back Bay Theater. So I'm steeped in the tradition of the Nutcracker. Mm-hmm. But uh, I had just heard Duke Ellington's version of the Nutcracker. Yeah. And I said, oh, why not do the tap and hip hop with Duke Ellington? Then I could do the snow scene with classical dance, and and so I got the idea of urban Nutcracker, and and uh, this was right after 9/11, which was a very sad year, and everyone was really upset, sad, the country, the world, and and so when we did it that first year at the historic Strand Theater in Dorchester, mm-hmm. uh, there was such an ovation the first night; it was sold out, and uh, and, and 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 it was because of the heart and the spirit of the show, an inclusion of very many different uh, dance styles and having a, d- a diverse cast. We have a very multiracial cast. Yeah. And uh, so that's how that started. So the opportunity is so wonderful for your entire cast and, of course, the audience. Can you tell me a little bit about who's up there on stage and one specific story about a student, about a dancer, that um, that this opportunity has really changed their trajectory. Sure. Uh, besides having our professional dance company, City Ballet of Boston, we have uh, um, a large cast of kids, uh, and the kids are just great. And um, uh, the first year I did this show, uh, there was a mother that brought her two sons to my school, and uh, and I asked her why she brought them. He says, oh, they were being recruited uh, by a gang and where they lived in Roxbury. And um, and that I thought, you know, it'd be good to get them into your dance school. And so I had these two boys. And uh, one of the boys uh, became a big star uh, in the urban nut- Nutcracker. Mm-hmm. And, and, and so that's the, the good part. The bad part is the other son didn't quite make it and um you know so you know and and he's not available so so i mean you know it 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 can save lives dance can really save lives well, uh, certainly. Yeah. Well, it is so impactful, and it's so great to have this mm-hmm. opportunity here in our city of Boston. Joe, quickly, let people know, if they're a community listening right now, how they can connect with you to come see the Urban Nutcracker. Yes. Uh, um, uh, Tony, uh, through his company and a donor, uh, uh, gave enough to uh, have us have 3,000 people, uh, families, and kids uh, through community groups come uh, to see it. Uh, if, all you have to do is go to boxcenter.org. Uh, slash education there. Go to our education pages and they'll get it. Okay, so we have 11 shows of the amazing Urban Nutcracker. Thank you, Tony. Thank you, Joe. The 19th through the 28th. Get your tickets now. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. 
Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.